Yo. And welcome to another episode. Of your favorite podcast with your favorite illustrious hosts, Box Jetson. And Spinisha Simone. And we want to, you know, just go ahead and begin by... <laughs> that was such a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just want to go ahead and begin by, you know, discussing a bit about... Last week, like let's just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, let's talk right, address the obvious. Um, I like this accountability. Yeah, accountability. Um, we did get to the room to record. We, got we did the get mic. to the studio. Got the mic. We got. We started recording. Yeah, we did. We started recording, but then like I think literally I have I even had the old clip. Like I have no problem, you know, adding that to this episode for I emphasis. Bet. Yeah. Uh, but like we finally got like seven minutes in and we just realized that we weren't really in it mentally. Yeah. Like, and in order to do this, you've gotta have something invested. And we were just at a position where it was just Tired. Yeah, we're tired. Worn out, irritable. We needed to do some self-care and i even said that on the podcast i'm like you know if you want to take a break we can yeah we can both just go to the relaxation zone which is something that our university offers and our university <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so we just like instead of recording the podcast we just kind of took that time to chill and you know be present with each other and kind of see what we were needing that the podcast wasn't going to be able to offer at that time. Because usually Case is that for me. Yeah. So I can just like come here and say all the things I don't tweet in a day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just hard to even talk. Yeah. Like you're just tired. Yeah. And last week it was, it was one of those weeks. So we That's hope that hard. you guys are not upset with us. We hope that that is not a... You don't view that as like an indication that we are taking it seriously. Yeah, like here they go again, back to the old ways. Like we're here, we're here for the long haul, Mm -hmm. and taking care of ourselves at the same time. Especially as long as schedule permits it. But one thing we're not going to do is be hypocritical and urge y'all to listen to your bodies, listen to your minds, listen to what your emotions and feelings are telling you, and then turn right around and like we're not implementing those same practices. So. Like if we if we expect you guys to care for yourselves, and we expect you guys to, you know, do things that do aid and add to that self care, then we got to do it too. Like we got to practice what we preach. So last week was a very good representation of us practicing what we prot preached. I don't know the best <laughs> word. <laughs> <Prot. laughs> what is this great Britain? <laughs> yeah. oh, how do you know you prot? Right. Um. So, yeah, we we practicing what we preach. Yeah. And uh, we're back. We're back. And, and it wasn't like three months. And it wasn't three months. It was just a week. You guys only had one week off. So I think you guys are and okay. And I think there's a lot of entertainment this week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was no. pretty, um, oh, God, yeah. I was pretty consumed with news this week. Yeah. So. Big shout out to my home dog, Maurice Dubois, though. Uh, he's still holding <laughs> down for the, for the black news anchors of New York. We did get to binge watch Jesus and Meryl this past weekend. Oh, yeah. And um, Black Monday. Black Monday. So if you don't. We got to. We chilled this weekend. I'm not going to lie. Like, I never was. So just, I guess, can this count as the recap? Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> this is uh, what we did. 
Uh, so yeah, this weekend we just kind of chilled and binge stuff. Like it was a lot of stuff going on this weekend. I was highly disappointed in myself though because I didn't do any pride related activities, and I really planned to. But again, that was an uh, idea. Well, not an idea. It was again just a representation and an indication that my body needed rest. Like literally, any time I tried to get up to do <laughs> anything, get yeah. up to get dressed, like I couldn't do anything other than shower and eat this weekend. <laughs> like, yeah. And something else, you guys know what that. That's something else. Is. But uh, like I couldn't really do anything this weekend. <laughs> And I wasn't feeling down, like I wasn't feeling sad. Like usually when I don't feel like doing anything or Me I lose either. that interest is an indication, like, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bit, you know, on the below baseline, feeling mm-hmm. a little down, not depressed, uh maybe not quite depressed, but just feeling kinda down and but this was not any of that. Like it was just, nah dog, you wanna do something but your body needs to rest. Like you gotta Yeah, relax. your body was like, Oh yeah, we got priority here. And it's like <laughs> that conceited gif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what my body did to me. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm still an ally. I still fight for the cause, but I just was not involved in any of the parade or party. But, I mean, that's not even, I feel like, where the work is. That's not where the work so is. So, it's just You're like, right. that's kind of just where you all come together, but that's not where the work is. So, yeah, it's like, right. you know, you missed the fun part. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we did get to spend some time binge watching. Um I was against Jesus and Marrow for a really long time. Why were you against them? I because something that, that Cam said to me, shout out to my dog Cam. He was saying, they're literally getting paid to do everything that he and I have been doing since high school. And it was just... You can't be mad about it, though. Like, we've we done, like, the videos. Like, we've done, uh, like, the songs we've done. Like, we've done everything. We've done the sketches. Yeah. <laughs> but we just didn't do it on camera. <laughs> so, like, you can't. Don't be mad. No, no, we weren't mad, but that's just like why like, I was. Oh man! Yeah, I was like, opposed. Like you know, like bro, it's the same. Nothing we do new. this like, stuff for free. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you're not even that funny for real. Like we we do this stuff, we're cool. But then like you know, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, we're actually cool doing it. But then I I look, I was like, uh-huh. let me quit hating, bro. Like I realized it was just hate. Like it was. Yeah. Like you know, I would. They're doing what I, I wish I, we had done back in the day. Like yeah. I wish we would pursue and our you guys craft can still a bit, do it. and we still can do it. It'd but um like insane. if you don't Cam watch don't Jesus steal and Mero, my co-host <laughs> if you don't watch Jesus and Mero, please watch Jesus and Mero. it's a really good show um their chemistry is really really good they bounce off each other really well I love that they focus on like current events and bring like a jest and humor element to it I was gonna say after I said Cam don't steal my co-host I feel like Malcolm was like well he's gonna listen but when he listens to this he's gonna be like thinking like hmm like some idea (laughs) to have like the three of you guys do something yeah (laughs) (laughs) I could just hear him like hmm yeah I can see that but yeah back to your love for but yeah, Jesus, Jesus and Meryl. Sorry guys, I'm eating an orange (laughs) but I just I cannot I can't wait they're really really good. They are. They're pretty good. Yeah, I just I think that they do a really good job of remaining themselves, and there's just like subtle nuances and elements of the show that stand out, and that I always look for. Like for example, shout out to Maurice Dubois. Like he's just some you random black continuity. news anchor. Yeah, I love continuity. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> they are who they are in every single segment. So like, Jesus never knows anyone's name. Like no matter how famous they are, like he doesn't know who hilarious. anyone is or any no, white person. No, don't say. I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, he don't that's know. Who it that's is. really what <laughs> he don't know any white people at all. <laughs> he'll be. It's really bad. And he'll be commenting on a segment as if he's like well versed in who this person is, and then he'll just randomly mess up the name. Like wait, wait, who is this? Like I don't even know who that is anyway. Um, but they're just funny uh, with their like the. De- Baltery and their hoodness. I appreciate it. And I think it it's always refreshing to see people being authentically themselves and being celebrated for it. I think mm-hmm. we all like that. Oh man, ah, Mount Vernon, you know what it is. Brandon Strong. <laughs> I'm being told that the uh, sorry, I have something coming in. It's yeah, yeah, the Brandon Strong. <laughs> Shout out to my two number one fans. <laughs> Very <classic. laughs> My biggest fans. I yeah. will say that from watching that show, no shade to anybody from New York or that loves New York, because I had never been, so I have no opinion. Well, as of now, today, I haven't been. But um, I listening to them talk sometimes was a bit of a struggle <laughs> because the accents were so heavy. Yeah, they do. Have and some it has really like heavy like the New York accent has like such a Spanish influence. Mm-hmm. But then also like that grittiness. <laughs> so it's just like gritty Spanish. Mm-hmm. So it's just everybody sounds like it's just like so tough sometimes to And then Jesus has a lisp too. Yeah. So that kind of makes it a little harder. And they talk so fast and I'm just like mm-hmm. this is like a lot. But they're funny like I like how they do focus on the current event aspect like the, yeah. the very first episode the, excuse me I'm lisping like him. The very first episode, they had AOC come out as, like, their special guest, and they were interviewing her, asking, like, you know, what was her take on the state of politics? Like, what does she feel the biggest issue that America needs to combat? If you don't know who AOC is, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. She's a um, congresswoman from New York. Yeah, congresswoman from the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? BX. Yeah. Yurk. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know what it is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, like, they have her, they had, like, Seth Rogen, they've had Jordan Peele, they've had, um... Issa Rae? Kumail Ju... I forgot his last name. Oh. But he was the Indian actor, and he... he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was my favorite interview. Really? Yeah. Just because he was like, you know, no, that, like, just talking that about how microaggressions were, yeah. Aww. Like, no, that's not me, that's the other guy. <laughs> and it's sad, because he was like, yeah, there's only, like, hey, two Harold, of us. do you get free, I mean, hey, Kumar, do you get free White Castles for a week? Why would um, I get free White Castles? <laughs> yeah, and his name ain't even Kumar. Like, it's Kyle Penn. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, um, just cool. Like, they bring on cool guests. They have really funny sketches. Um, check it out. Other show was Black Monday with Don Cheadle, okay, which I uh-huh. discovered... Because Don Cheeto and Regina Hall both were guests on Jesus and Mero. So uh, like yeah. yeah, and it's a cool way to like get exposed to like new music, new sounds, new TV shows. Like they'll have guests on and they're coming to promote like whatever they're working on at the time. And like, that's how we came in contact with Black Monday. Like they showed a scene from it and the scene was so good, I'm like, Oh yeah, we definitely gotta see what this is about. Black Monday is amazing. Like it's like Yeah, the, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. It's like Wolf on Wall Street meets a black American meets a series <laughs> black oh meets a black American just a right I thought yeah. you were saying it like a show no 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 cause like Don Cheeto there's is, a show called black American Don Cheeto is kind of no yeah I get it yeah DiCaprio yeah yeah I get it um so yeah that's what we did this weekend um anything else 
Nah, we just chill, man. Well, okay, I've got a few things I want to say in the recap. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, one, last night we watched, oh, well, two things, three things. One, I was going to say this last week on the episode, but I didn't get to because we went to go self-care, but... Thursday was my mom's birthday, so happy birthday, mom. Hey, happy birthday, mom. <laughs> and then, too, last night we watched Fahrenheit 451. So if oh, there's yeah. any cosmic scholars listening, you remember Boo. reading... You're not welcome to the Fox. podcast. I'm just kidding. I'm But yeah, shout out to the, all the Pegasus listening. Soar above the mundane. But last That's night... catchphrase? Yeah. So our 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 freaking uh, mascot was a Pegasus, literally. So you know. So you guys call him like come to public schools mundane or like what is the? Mundane? We're saying like the mundane of like just like bare minimum. Like that's what cause is supposed to be. Like they're not gonna expect the bare minimum of you. Like you've got to go beyond that. So we are not. I mean, whatever y'all do at y'all schools is your business. We just had pride in the South Side. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. That was our catchphrase. That's beautiful. South Side pride. <laughs> Each I love and every it. day. That's beautiful. But on the north side, at Columbus Alternative <laughs> High School, we soared above. But, um, so anyways, we read Fahrenheit 451 during one of your humanities classes. I'm pretty sure it was freshman year. Brit Lit. Box loves Brit Lit. But um, <laughs> we read it freshman year, I remember. And it was one of my favorite books. So we watched the movie last night, and it was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen, ever. Maybe not the worst, but it was not good. It's definitely better than The Gallows. But have you read the book? No. I meant to ask you that last night. So what did you think of it? Maybe it's my bias because I read the book and I was expecting... Like, I already I had pictures you. of characters and stuff in my head. Oh, no. I, didn't, I never even knew what the book was about until, like, two months ago when you told me. Like, yeah. I've never heard of the book. I never so did you like read it? the book. So I came in with, like, no preconceived notion. Yeah, you were... No expectations. You were just, like, a fresh palate. And, like, I told you that up until the very end... Well, not... I think the end... Not the last scene, but, like, the last series of scenes. So probably, like, the last 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. I was invested up until that point. Um... Like, I thought the concept was really cool. The concept is great. Yeah. I think they did a good job of executing that. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me, I don't know, for me, I'm a very analogous person. So, like, I'll try to draw comparisons to, like, real life or, like, what's going on currently. And, like, it just made me think about, like, CDs and, and tapes and, like, the death of owning mm-hmm. hardware. We're moving more toward, like, streaming and so, like, there was a, a scene in there where he was like, yeah, you know, your great-grandkids or your grandkids won't even yeah, know what grand. the hell a book is. And it's like, wow, it's like there's kids today that like don't, would look at a tape player, they'll look at like a vinyl and they're like, what, what? the hell is this? This is a lunch <laughs> tray? This like, is my phone. Yeah, it's a lunch tray and it's just like, they don't understand what it is. You know, granted, that's not on the same scale of, like music consumption is not the same scale of. Books. Educating yourself through literature. I get what you mean. But yeah, it just it reminded me of that same like that's kind of direction that we're going in. It's like yeah, they were very very advanced in terms of like technological advancements and things like education that. Education wise, education it was, was just so lacking. Like they, they, it was believed that like Benjamin Franklin was the first, like he started the first firehouse and, and encouraged the burning of books. Like he's a fireman. Yeah, they twisted. 
education to yeah. make people believe that, that they were doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we live in a very unequal society. Like, there is no equity. There's no equality at all. So, like, the burning of books allows for a level playing field. Because if I don't know that I came from slavery and I'm to be less than, uh, like, I'm to be viewed as less than, like, I'm hit with all these derogatory terms. You don't even know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> But like if although if all that history is burned, then we are now like even Equal, we're even because yeah. I don't know that that happened. You don't know that that happened. So that concept was cool. That's the only part of it in which I like kind of agree. But then it also it gets dangerous, like mm-hmm. just with how they were kind of flipping the meaning of words or like mm-hmm. the notable notable accomplishments of like notable individuals. It reminded me of like how history is whitewashed today and like how yes that's exactly what it made me think of too yeah it's it's like like, if they're doing that in this movie don't you think that they've edited history a bit mm -hmm. to where it's like okay we can just put this in here it's not a big deal yeah so i love that the movie made you think like you were constantly 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 being put in a position where you had to think critically about every single element of the movie i loved that it's just endings. Like, the movies. Movies like that, but I don't know how I would have wanted it to end. I mean, for me, I enjoyed the movie because of the concept of the burning books. I think that's why I like the book. because Not because of, I like burning books, but because I love books. And I just thought it was interesting that, like, just the hatred that they had for education mm-hmm. and knowledge. Yeah. But I guess, like, you know, they were taught that. But, um... I don't know. It just made me. It reiterated the importance of books. Yeah. Um, because I love reading, and I don't love reading on my phone. But sometimes it's easier just because I have my phone all the time. And if I want to like read and I don't have my book, I can read on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something very different about like going and getting a book that like someone has held and like seeing the words on paper and like the writer like I mean it's not the same book that the writer touched but it's like just knowing like these words were in this author's hands Mm -hmm. and like now they're like in my hands I can touch the pages like I don't know it's just something about reading an actual book than reading um like an ebook, or especially an audiobook. I hate audiobooks, but mm-hmm. I understand why this stuff is like important and like it increases accessibility. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's just like I don't want the idea of books to become antiquated, basically. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I was kind of thinking too. Like, I think maybe a month or two ago where I was just coming to a realization of like I always hated ebooks. Like I always hated <laughs> yeah, ebooks. Yeah, they're they're not that great. I don't want to read an ebook. Like I want to hold a book. But, you know, just I think like 2 months ago I just started getting like ebooks and PDFs and like all copies, digital copies of my books and I've liked it. Like <laughs> and I feel bad for well, liking don't feel it. Bad. <laughs> because it's like it feels good like to know that I can literally press command F on my computer type in a keyword and and it will have like 70 different times that that word or phrase was used in the book so then it's like i have a reference point for what i want to get from a book i can't do that with like yeah. a book like i mean i can highlight i can like sticky note and stuff but it's like it's, it takes a lot more Cos really made me like doing that. I love writing. I've never books. ever put a highlight mark in any book ever. Oh, you would never have been able to even go to Cos. Why? 
Because on the first day of school, I remember talking about highlighting, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I would never highlight in a book. Like, when you go to college, you're going to end up highlighting. And Do they make you? I mean, they don't make you. They don't make you, but it just makes it so much easier. Especially back then, like, we didn't have, like, such, like, advanced phones and stuff like that. I always So, felt like, it was so much easier to just highlight and write notes in your book. I always felt like highlighting, like, it just, you negate the rest like you know yeah. what I'm saying like there's still substantive information yeah. in what was not highlighted but now that I've highlighted this particular infor- like bit of information I'm always like going to be drawn to that yeah and that's age. what I don't like yeah. about it like, and yeah um the one thing that they did mention in the movie though which you just kind of said was like that basically society demanded like all these technological advances which is like I feel like the kind of society we do live in, like it's we always want like something to make our lives easier, easier, yeah. easier. Um, which, like, I can't complain too much about these other like other ways to access books, just because it does, like I said, increase accessibility for people. Yeah. So people who wouldn't be able to get books, better for the environment. That too, but some it's just something about a book in your hand. I'll probably always will buy books until they they'll never stop selling books. No, they won't. So I'll be I'll be buying books until I'm I'm out of here because mm-hmm. I love books in your hand. They're great. But yeah, that's why I was like kind of conflicted because like the whole like, movie oh, I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah, I'm like on the one hand I'm like yeah I'm a I love the environment <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to continue cutting down trees and yeah we do have tree farms quote unquote which they do it's supposed to uh, aid in not um i don't want to wear this like the tree farms are supposed to prevent deforestation that's what it is uh they're supposed to prevent deforestation but i still don't i'd rather not use those either like it's still tree it still gives off oxygen like i don't know i just feel like i like to breathe more than i like to cut down the tree i feel yeah um but yeah i just feel like the whole movie i was conflicted and I can't remember exactly what I was thinking about it. Uh, <clears throat> but I know sometimes, like, with movies like that, I get kind of lazy and I have, like, multiple different perspectives and I have conflicting ideas, I have conflicting opinions. That's what rather movie, than work them out, I just go to sleep. The movie talked about how getting rid of those conflicting opinions, too. I thought that was cool. Yeah. When he was talking about that. Like, it leads to confusion. So, like, don't even give people mm-hmm. options. Mm-hmm. And it's like... That was scary. That's very scary, I feel like. It was like, yeah, man. I feel like go, some people watch that and they're like, that's a good idea. That was true, though. Like, I mean, it's funny because each side had some parts that were true. Like, the firemen were like, <clears throat> you go to this philosopher and he says, yeah, you have free will. You go to this philosopher and he says, you don't. Everything is predetermined. And then you just left more confused than when you went in. <laughs> Which is true. That is very but true. It also like, I have. Like- your mind's working. Yeah. Like, I know people who have had, like, existential trauma and crises, crises, crises based on this very thing. Like, just not being able to process all of that type of information. So, I do get why you would want to remove that aspect, but people still deserve the right to choose, I think. Um, I loved it. So, yeah. I liked the movie. Was- I think, oh, no. I like the movie. I, I mean, I guess it was cool. <laughs> three and a half out of five stars. Uh, maybe a four if the ending didn't end the way it did. Uh, yeah. I A lot of it was just hard for me to watch. I don't know. It was, just wasn't... I was expecting something else, I think. I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. I had my expectations, like, 
not oh. too high, but I just was expecting something completely different. So when I saw this, it was like, wait, this is not what I was expecting. I like that it was based in Canada. I mean, not Canada, uh, Ohio as well. Cleveland? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that place is, but... Cleveland? Yeah. You don't call it Cleveland? I don't know what that is. Cleveland. Cleveland? What's that? Like, believe Lind? Is that another name for Columbus? No, it's not another name for Columbus. It took place in Cleveland. What is that? Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you were doing. I've never heard of this place. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, shout out to Cleveland. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because you're being so disrespectful Cleveland. The city of Cleveland? What is that? Why are you doing this? You know Cleveland. Cleveland, Tennessee? Cleveland, Ohio. Never heard of this place. Cleveland Cavaliers. Braun brought a championship to the city. You missed that? I'm unfamiliar with this. All right. The last part of my, well, the recap for me is I want to mention my blog (laughs) that I kind of just never said anything about and then just posted my first video (laughs) Um, so yeah that's something that I like I said in the video if you watched it that is something that I have been talking to Box about well Box and my friends about for like how long Box? at least two years? yeah so like two years we'll say two um so then after some words from some friends, I finally just like recorded the first video and then I edited it and then I posted it. So this is just going to be the beginning of that. And I kind of just didn't want to talk about it on here because, uh, yeah, I was scared. Scared. Yeah. People are mean. And I mean, it really is just putting yourself out there to be criticized when you think about it. Even if, you know, you're doing something that you love and that you like to do, that doesn't excuse you from people criticizing you or, like, making fun of you. So I think that was the hardest part for me. And then also just, like, I was researching so much. I spent, like, all last year, I feel like, researching just, like, stuff about my YouTube and my blog and... um then comparing myself to like other people and then there was an instance where I saw like two people start their start two separate not like they're not youtubers but they're two people who started two separate like businesses and I saw where they started and like where they are now mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh I literally watched them start and I see them now so I was like, you've got to just start. You can't just keep comparing yourself and you can't just keep doing all this research. I mean, research is good, but there is such a thing as like doing too much. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. So like I said in my video, I don't have a set schedule for anything, but um, yeah, just be expecting more from my YouTube and my blog. That's going to be on spoxforever.com. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is to start. Well, I started now. Mm-hmm. So now you just gotta keep it going. And thank you to everybody who subscribed and commented and retweeted and shared and all those really nice things. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That was all. Oh, thank you. It was fun to look at. <laughs> it was fun to look at. Well, thank you. Um, I think that's everything that I have. Excited to see more. And we'll be doing more of these. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, you ready to dive in? You got anything else? Any other lighthearted things you want to... No, I just really got tired, guys. Like, oh. we're recording this right now <laughs> at a point in which I'm supposed to be giving an oral presentation at class. Um, but a class that canceled... skipped it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I skipped <laughs> it's it, cool, bro. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. We don't have to lie. <laughs> yeah, the class got canceled, and I'm just like... We were like, My let's just do it early. It is, yeah, because yeah, we usually do this around three. So time. yeah, so this is pretty early for us, but now I just feel like I can just I'm relaxed. Like I don't feel so tense because we have so much time. Okay, last mm. Thursday. Um, where were you last Thursday? No, wait, was it last Thursday? Why were you? Wait, okay, whatever. I'll ask you later. So I think it was last Thursday. I was watching CNN all day. Was it last Thursday? I think it was. I think so. Okay. Last Thursday, I watched CNN all day. Literally. Because it's going down <clears throat> in D.C. In case you, like, have been under a rock or something. I don't know if he's going to say that exact phrase. Like, I literally said it in my mind <laughs> you should have said at it the exact loud. same time that you said it. I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like um, by the time we post this on Thursday, our information's going to be, like, so outdated and wrong because so much will have happened by the yeah, time we post it. I mean, they know that we didn't record but, it today. They listen. Yeah. But still, like, it's just going to annoy me to know, like, because so much stuff comes out every day that's just, like, you can never really be on top of that unless you post, I mean, record and post that day. Mm-hmm. So, um, all I really want to say about it is it is insane. That's probably, that's probably, oh, it's insane. And um, I, I think it's so inter- inter- interesting that he's the one who released, well, like the White House released the transcript. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe I could give you guys a quick, quick summary. Mm-hmm. Very basic. But um, in April, I believe, there was a new Ukrainian president. I don't know the details exactly about the phone calls that were made in April. I think that might have been on Mike Pence phone call, which his phone calls were absolutely perfect, but we haven't got to see the transcripts for those yet. Neither have we seen the transcript from the July call. But um, in July, 45 had a conversation with the Ukrainian president about military aid um, that we supply them with because... Trumpito. Trumpito. I like it. Shout out to Dizzy Zamero. But, um, yeah, so apparently in the 90s, now this is all from CNN, and I'm not going to lie, I didn't Google it. So if it's wrong, that's where I got it from. You going to fact check me? Okay. Apparently in the 90s, the Ukraine had some, like, issue with Russia. I think it might have been 94. But anyways, we got involved and we became like an ally to them. And I think it had something to do with them um, getting rid of their, getting rid of some type of weapons. Either way, we protect them is what the moral of whatever the story was. When the Soviet Union was dissolved in 1991, Ukraine became independent. 
<laughs> okay, so that's probably... They needed our protection. So we tried to get them to, like, give up their weapons or something like that. I don't know if it went through, probably, since we helped the military. So we supplied them with weapons. Whatever. Anyway, um... So, yeah, we protect them. We provide them with military aid, and we're their ally. So, uh, 45 was talking to the new Ukrainian president, Zelensky. I don't remember his first name, but uh, it doesn't matter to me. I guess it should matter. Actually, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Could you help me? What? Zelensky. What's his first name? The president of the Ukraine. I've got to take it a bit more serious than saying I don't care. His name is... Vladimir. Oh, Vladimir Zelensky. Mm -hmm. Vladimir Zelensky. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Vladimir Zelensky and Vladimir Putin. I'm just going to call him Zelensky. But, um, so yeah, there was a phone call. um, And in the phone call, you know, he mentions, like, they need this aid. And then 45 goes on to say, you know, we've been very good to the Ukraine and, you know, all these other... You know, these European countries haven't helped as much, but we've helped, and we've not really gotten anything from it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, goes on to say, you know, could, oh, you, by the way. could you do me a favor and investigate Crouch Joe Trump. Biden? Yeah, and his son Hunter. So that, the craziest thing is, is that this was just a memo. It wasn't a transcript, and it was a memo. And the White House released it. So stating, basically, that, like... Oh, it's not a transcript? No, it's not a transcript. It's a memo. Oh. Yeah, they try to keep telling you it's a transcript. It was not a transcript. Mm-hmm. It was a memo. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy still that that was in the memo. Imagine what's in the phone conversation right. transcript. So uh, the White House released it, which was hilarious because, I mean, there's obviously, if you can read that, if you have common sense or any education and a comprehension of words, <laughs> you know what that implies. There was some uh, quid pro quo. Involved. Yeah. So that's basically what uh, 45... I'm not going to even say Republicans. I'm going to say 40... Or maybe I should say Republicans. You know that shirt that I had on this morning? It said, I used to think being lazy was bad for me, but then I gave up thinking. Yeah. The guy in that shirt, I mean, guy on that shirt, his T-shirt is number 45. And I thought that was so hilarious this morning when I woke up. I was like, hmm. And Cam has that exact same shirt. That's funny. I was going to text him and be like, bro, did you ever notice this? Like, was this... A big bowl of foreshadowing. Probably. That we never would have caught. Yeah. But not um, that. was just interesting. So, yeah. Um, the White House released it, which was hilarious, which basically is saying, like, yeah, I did make this phone call. had this phone call. I did ask for a favor. Um, and then he... Now, this is where I'm confused, and I won't really speak too much on that because it keeps going back and forth. But Rudy Giuliani is involved, who is his private lawyer, mm-hmm. and is not... Uh, he doesn't work for the government or doesn't work in like dc or the white house or any of that stuff so it's just like a private parent, lawyer. yeah private lawyer private citizen he i guess was sent to or the ukrainian president was directed to talk to him instead of like the attorney general mm-hmm. which was already like problematic and it makes it seem like you're doing it for private reasons yes. personal reasons Very as opposed to like issues uh, like national issues. Yeah, definitely self-serve. Um, so that's kind of still where we are. Is like people are saying, "Oh, there's no quote quid pro quo," because he didn't spell it out. Because he didn't explicitly say it, which we don't know because we haven't seen a real transcript. So in the transcript, he might have said it. Yeah. Um, and then 
now to going on to attacking the whistleblower and saying that they're they deserve like all this punishment and what they used to do to spies (laughs) just like all this really crazy stuff so it's just going down in the 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 white house right now and i don't understand I, i can definitely understand people who um feel skeptical mm-hmm. about the impeachment happening because I mean I do too but it's still like this is stuff that he like I know the Russia thing was like a bit disappointing because we all knew that there was some type of obstruction but there was really nothing we could do mm-hmm. but this is something that like I feel like we really and it's like all the players are just kind of like falling apart like everything's I feel like gonna just kind of collapse it's really interesting, and they just keep going back and forth. And like, I feel like reporters and journalists are doing a really good job of like fact checking. And like, even when I was watching CNN, like some newscasters or news anchors would, if he, if the the anybody like in the administration started lying, they would just turn it off. They'd be like, okay, so we're not going to show this. They're not telling the truth. These are the facts. Da, 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 da. And I think that's great. I mm-hmm. think that they need to start doing that more. Yeah. Instead of just letting people talk and spread their lies and their fake news. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, no, if you're not going to tell the truth, then we're not going to play you. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean, broadcast you. What I didn't understand is, like, what the Republicans in Congress get from covering for him. Well, I think it's... Like, there were people that was real life going to that, like... That one guy? Yeah. Who was it? Lindsey Graham? Was it Lindsey Graham? Because he was, too. Who? I don't remember. It was a guy. Who was listening to him scream? Yeah. I don't agree with you. I just do not agree with you. But it's like, they were laying out facts. And, like, everything he said, they'd be like, okay, so, yeah, you said this. But then we have here in the call <laughs> that he directly did mention Joe Biden. Like what he, he didn't say directly that? say it. He didn't directly say it. But it says right here. You're looking at <laughs> it. And he was like, he okay, but it was not connected to the original request. How wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it one just, of, it's one of those things. It's a sad moment because you kind of get to see just how dumb people are. Mm-hmm. And I think most of it is really just embarrassment. Like, I think it's, they know that it's like, dang, we're caught. Mm-hmm. Like, they're on to us. And what do people, what do, like, um, abusive people do in those type of situations when they know that they've been caught with something? It's like, put it on you. Yeah. You, no, no, no. You guys need to be doing this. How he keeps trying to Blame convince shit. us to look into Biden. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think I find it interesting, too. Like, it's like, you looked into Biden coincidentally you're you're running against him for president and he's like the top democratic candidate Mm -hmm. so like how do we look how do we look around that how is that not you don't like abuse of power a part of me feels like he just doesn't want to be president anymore and he's doing everything that he can to sabotage and tarnish his re-election possibilities Uh, I feel that he's he wants Joe Biden on the ticket and he's doing everything that he can to make Joe Biden look yeah. like a good candidate. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know. And I, I think also it was interesting. He met with the NRA this weekend and apparently they will fund his impeachment um, committee or like, I guess his team. If he 
like basically just doesn't if he ignores gun regulation, which he was gonna do regardless. Mm-hmm. But he was talking last week about when all this stuff was going down and coming out, and he was like, "Yeah, they won't let me do anything about gun regulation because the Democrats they're so focused on this, and it's just like you never were gonna do anything. So mm-hmm. don't try to make us feel like oh this whole time I was trying to work on gun regulation, but now you want to focus on this, so I can't." It's like, you are going to do it anyway. You're yeah. really not going to do it now. Yeah. So I'm not one of your stupid supporters. You don't have to say all this <laughs> stuff to me because I can see right through you. Yeah. I think people who still support him, even to this day, I feel like it's just like, one, they don't want to admit that they were wrong. And two, um, I think his close inner circle, they all have something to lose from him losing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what that is. The other people are just probably just like racist. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as like a very basic answer, but I feel that makes like sense. I feel like that's really it. Cuz what do you admit like okay, yeah, he really messed up. It's like this was your president. He's the one that like made America great make, again and he now can't do anything wrong. Yeah, so I feel like it's more so like a, just a pride thing and it's like egg on your face. I mean, I don't hold any man up to that type of regard that I don't know. Mhm. So it's just like there's no president. Like even with, you know, President Obama, like I loved him. But I'm also not if something like this would have happened, I wouldn't have been like, oh no way. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean you in politics, so I yeah. would be disappointed, I'll be hurt. I'd be like, dang, the first black president. Yeah, like they talk this- about his drone strike, cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably did that. Yeah. But I'm not going to act like he's above doing it. Like, oh, no. It's like he's a man and he's in politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. (sighs) But basically, people just pay attention to it. Because I think, I I don't know, I was very captivated by Watergate when I was in high school. And I think this is, like, bigger. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to turn into something big. I really do. It's like watching a movie. It's been the most entertaining. Let's hope it turns into getting him out of the office. I hope so, too. Like it's been kind of hard for me to follow and track because I still have that glimpse yeah. of, uh, I ain't nothing going to come of it. Even though I want to be, like, you know, positive and optimistic about it, I just, eh, 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 it ain't going to get past the Supreme Court. It's been, like, I just keep saying, like, it ain't going to get to the Supreme Court. Even if it doesn't, there's more. Mm-hmm. Like, that just... Because finding out about the Ukraine proved to me that, without a doubt, Russia happened. It at least damages his legacy. Yeah, which is already, like, yeah, Which is awful. not hard to do. But um, it made me... It confirmed that Russia happened. Yeah. And then it made me think, like, he's done this, but like, other times, too. Like, this is not the first time. It just further puts his credibility in question. Yeah, so I think by the time we come back next week, it'll probably probably be a whole new set of circumstances and more tea has been spilt. Mm -hmm. So we shall see. (laughs) But impeach Trumpito. Impeach Trumpito. That's how I feel about that. (laughs) Okay, moving on. This will be really quick. I don't really have too much to say about this. Um, But, oh, the sentencing probably happened now, too. Um, So, in case you didn't hear about it. Oh, wow! Gucci Mane joins Gucci for a 2020 campaign and announces new album. First off, Gucci's still very problematic, right? Yeah. Okay. So now they're pandering with Gucci Mane. Okay. Yeah, they're certainly pandering. So Amber Geiger, I mean, he should have been on there like years ago. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. Yeah, 
So Amber Geiger was the police officer, the former Dallas police officer who shot and killed her neighbor in his own apartment because she mistook it for her own. Um, She was found guilty of murder today, which is so sad that all of us are so, like, excited about it. I think the most interesting part of this story was that um, the judge in the case, which I don't have her name, but the judge in the case basically told the jury that they could consider um, Castle Doctrine when deliberating, which basically... How do I explain it? Like, that's basically just, like, if somebody enters your home or, like... You are well within your rights to... Yeah. Take them out. Yeah, when somebody's, like... If Catholic Doctrine is a thing in your respective... Yeah, 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 because it's, like, certain states. Um, But in Ohio, you definitely got your... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's, like, red states in the South. Or is it not? What? Castle Doctrine. It's definitely... Wait, what do you mean? Like, I feel like it's, like, a thing in red states. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So basically, um, the judge was saying that the jury could consider that and even, I guess, consider manslaughter, which was like, and the judge was a black woman, which (sighs) that was just really disappointing, Mm -hmm. but, um, she was found guilty and I think she'll be sentenced sometime soon, which was just like insane. And I, I was really scared that she was going to get off, um, for, you know, perfectly good reason because it happens all the time and oh wow Jesus his tweet is in the the trending thing it says crying Amber Geiger becoming a meme is a form of justice let me see like I was searching it what's the meme well it was just her crying but he didn't post it um, what is that judge it's who is who is Botham Jean th- that's the guy who died oh. oh okay I called him Jones my bad Botham Jean he was 26 years old he was just eating ice cream in his apartment and I think they tried to criminalize him and because of, like, there's an, they found weed or something or whatever. Right. They found weed or something or he had a past of something. Something that was completely unrelated because he was in his house minding his business eating ice cream. Yeah. So. How can you justify that? he had weed. Okay. And then I'm, I'm smoking weed in my house, bro. My like, man, chilling. And then I think, uh. I didn't watch the trial or anything. I don't know if we could watch it. I didn't watch it. But she said something about she tried to give him CPR, which I guess they found out was false because, like, her clothes obviously would have had blood on them and mm-hmm. nothing. So she was just defending herself. So good luck. Was she drunk? No, she was dating her coworker. And I think, like, something happened between them and stuff. But it's just like, I don't care. So you go into the wrong apartment? Yeah. I guess because she says she wasn't in her right mind. She was, like, stressed out. I don't care. I don't care. I could care care less. It ain't got nothing to do with that man, bro. Or, no, I couldn't care less. Forgive me. I hate people do that. What? When they say, I could care less. Yeah. I mean, I was, you could, but you (laughs) do realize that that indicates that you (laughs) care. Some grand amount, that is enough that it could be. (laughs) It could be. Yeah. So I couldn't care less. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see. They said that, oh, court resumes for sentencing. Look at this judge. I cannot believe her. She only had a five-year career, too. Let's see. And she couldn't, like, tase him or, like, mace. I mean, even though she shouldn't have done any of those things. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, you didn't you didn't realize that the house wasn't yours? 
you didn't realize the house wasn't decorated the way yeah, yours the even smell. if it's dark like I feel like if I walked to somebody else's apartment I'd know it's not mine yeah like I've done that like what taking the trash out late at night and then coming back like I've always walked to that building next oh yeah yeah, yeah. I go up but then I realize like oh shit I mean <laughs> oh shoot this is my, <laughs> this is not my welcome mat yeah, like you got I, out of your mind. Yeah, <laughs> that, you, that you not only. Well, how'd you get in there? Like that. Now that's the thing. I don't unless he just remember. Left his door Maybe unlocked. he didn't have his door locked. Uh, I mean, still, like if that's well within his rights too. <laughs> if he don't want to lock his door, yeah, that's what. Leave him alone. Yeah, he don't have to. The I'm sen- sure there's probably oh, people that probably gonna say that too. Right now. Like, yeah, you should have locked your door. Why didn't you lock your door? You should have went to the right apartment. That. That's the first thing that jumped in my mind. Yeah. Why didn't he lock the door? It was like, no, you don't have to lock the door. Like, it's your apartment. Yeah, it doesn't say what she. That's disgusting. But I'm glad that she is. Amber Geyser. I think that's what I saw Geiger. her referred to as. Oh, Geyser. No, I just think because she was crying and stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I don't feel bad, bro. And other people are saying, like, well, she's remorseful. Well, I mean, she should be. It was really wrong to do. So, that was gross. And is she a yay, POC or is she white? the justice system worked. I think she's white. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yay, the justice system. Oh, does that mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That's she what you get. She was crying on the stand. Nah, I'm just kidding. But for real, like, I mean, I don't feel bad for somebody who does something like that. Like, you took somebody's life. For, for no nothing. reason. For, he was eating ice cream. That's like the most like innocent. Yeah, eating ice in cream. In his house. <laughs> like, eating ice cream. That's very childlike like, and it peaceful is. and innocent. He probably had a long day and probably like, oh, I just need this ice cream. and like Jesus and marrow and like, I'm just lying <laughs> down, bro. That's, that's totally wrong. Hope it haunts you for the rest of your life. That's not cool. So thanks for the justice system for doing its job for yeah, once. Well, <laughs> thanks. Shout out to Kooky Johnson. Uh, he's added to the list of fictional deaths that I will never get over. Oh, gosh, me either. Okay. I kind of don't want to go to this next place. But I have to. I kind of want to talk about being present. <laughs> I do too. That's actually what I was going to do for Boxes well, Burger let's just, let's, in Case Connect. <laughs> let's, just, um, let's just go there. I wanted to talk about human trafficking, this documentary that I watched, but I think that, uh, I don't think I want to talk about that today. Oh, shout out to Yolanda Harris, um, the number one news anchor in America. If you are not familiar with Yolanda Harris, please get familiar, um, <laughs> inform her. That case rotation sent you. Yeah. And we love her. Mm-hmm. We're a super Yolanda fan. <laughs> <laughs> Holding it down for Columbus, Ohio. Um, okay, so you want to talk? We want to go into this being present. I feel like that'll probably take up the rest of our time here. What? What? Going to being present. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I feel like this is something that we were going to talk about on episode twenty six. Yeah. Um, but then it kept getting pushed back. I pushed back twenty seven and twenty eight. We were just <coughs> processing twenty nine point a. What? Happy October. Yeah, happy October. It's hard. Case's anniversary is like this week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We gotta do something cool. Wow, we do have to do something cool. Yeah, Case's anniversary is this week. We'll be two. Who's that saying? So sorry. 
We were talking about being present and how we were going to talk about that on episode 26 and then 28, we went to go, yeah. process and then 29.A, we went to go do self-care. Yeah. And now 29.B, we're here to talk about it. I think we're ready to talk about it. Um, so what does it mean to be present? Ooh. Are we both going to answer this? Um, sure. <laughs> I just think, like, I look at... Being present and mindfulness, like those are two terms or two themes that go hand in hand. Um, Mindfulness in and of itself, it just has the capacity and like a funny way of sounding complex and complicated, but it's really not. Like it's, it's everything but complex when you really just break it down in and of its essence. Um, So it's really like in a nutshell... Me putting it into, like, the most layman terms I can think of is just, like, paying attention in a very specific way, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. I'm going to say that one more time. So, like... (laughs) My definition is so different. Mindfulness to me... In, like, a layman term, like, nutshell, very summarized concept. It's paying attention in a very specific way, on purpose, in the present moment, whatever that present moment happens to be for you, in a non-judgmental, non-judgmental manner. That's my definition. Sorry, I just was reading. So, Um, you can... So get into yours. My definition of incorporated. Okay, my definition of being present is very much simpler compared to boxes. But being present is really just like not thinking. At least for me. So I was reading this book, um, The Power of Now, and it's really helped me with like recognizing how to be present. Because Box would tell me, like, you know, just don't think about anything. Just, like, just be in the moment. And when people say that, it's, like, one of those, like, quotes that people have up in their kitchen or something. Like, be in the moment. Mm -hmm. But people aren't, like, really living in the moment. People are living in yesterday, tomorrow, next week. Like, people are not living in the moment. Mm -hmm. So, the first time that I did it recently, it was, like, maybe, like, last month sometime or was in July. Mm -hmm. It's sometime this summer. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, Box, I'm, I'm being present. Like, I'm being in in the moment, Mm -hmm. and I could feel it. And um, it made me feel like how I felt when I was a kid, honestly. Because when I was a kid, I don't remember really worrying so much about everything and thinking. And I think a lot of times we think that our minds, if we're thinking a lot, then that means, okay, like, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Our minds are supposed to be working. Mm -hmm. When really it's like, yeah, but, like, thinking about a bunch of nonsense is really not... You know, your brain, I mean, it's working, but it's not working in a way that benefits you. So, I think truly being present is just, like, wherever you are, just being there. Mm -hmm. And, like, what I would do is, like, so we're sitting by a table, so I'd, like, touch the table and, like, all right, I feel this table. Like, what does this table feel like? It's like a grounding technique, too. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't You're know feeling that. as if you're oriented to time and space. Or if people have panic attacks, like, you do technique like that, like grounding, to bring them back 
orient yeah. them back to like the present moment. Yeah. So that's what being present is Rowling, to me. I mess around and give a client an ice cube to hold or something like that. That's very classy. Because mm-hmm. it'll melt too, and that like you kind of have to pay attention. You have to really be present. You, you feel it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't ask like, what are these sensations telling you? Like, how does it feel to be in this moment right now? It's cold, man. <laughs> but sometimes I think we feel like if we're not thinking, then we're not doing the right thing. But sometimes yeah, it's like you okay. just have to like just be. Yeah. I wrote seven things that I do to incorporate mindfulness. And I'm willing to share them with you. What? Do I have to list seven? Because I don't have seven. No. Okay, cool. We can be a package deal. I got like two maybe. Um, But just some things that I do. So I try to incorporate mindfulness and like being present into like normal routine activities. Um... Act, more specifically activities that we usually do on autopilot or we do without thinking mm. um, like I try to just bring more attention to it like for example I learned this method from class like we had a mindful eating experience and I'm sure I talked about I think I talked about this on the podcast before but I'm gonna talk about it again just in case we new listeners or someone who forgot or didn't hear but it was just being intentional about the way that certain food makes you feel like so from the initial touch like what is the texture of it? Like, what is, if you pinch a little bit, like, does juice come out? Like, is it, is it juicy? Is it, like, uh, dry? Is it crunchy? Like, you know, just all those type of things. Um, like, what does it feel like when it passes the plane of your lips? Like, what does it taste like? What does it feel like going down? Like, Whereas, like, chocolate and, like, a pizza or something, like, it'll feel greasy or, like, like too chalky and stuff. And, like, it feels Heavy. awful. Yeah, like, you mindfully eat some junk food, it will make you feel really Yeah, bad. you have to be, like... But remember, though, you got to be non-judgmental in your mindfulness. So, like, it will make you feel bad, but then you just kind of, like, take it for what it is. Um, or even, like, strawberries. Strawberries feel amazing. Like, it's, like, a good palate. I love strawberries. Eating strawberries mindfully is great. But, like, you know, just even, like, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, eating breakfast, um, just, like, being, like, pay attention and observe and sit with, like, how things look, how they feel, how they sound, how they smell, how they taste. Uh, like, you might find that, like, certain activities are even more more cool, like, they're more interesting or cooler than what you originally thought. Um, and then number two is to practice right when you wake up. So it begins, like, initially, like, a lot of times we want to get up, we want to turn on the tv we want to check our our phone we want to read the newspaper if you're uh, one of our older listeners or one of our classic listeners or one of our classic listeners (laughs) pre-modern listeners um but yeah it's like why not take that time to just be you know what i'm saying listen to your thoughts or um like kind of just take that time to relax or you know just kind of being um it's good to kind of set the tone for the rest of the day as well. So, like, if you begin your day being mindful, if you begin your day being present with your feelings, how you feel, like, how things sound, how things around you look, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. If You're essentially just starting your day off in the right way. Uh, number three is let your mind wander. Your, our brains and our minds are natural wanderers, and I like to compare them to that of, like, a toddler or a puppy. Um, they're just curious. They just move on. It's hard to stay set on one thing. Um, 
let it happen. Like, just acknowledge, like, what those thoughts are as they come up. Be present with them. Acknowledge what they are. Acknowledge what they feel like. Acknowledge what they are. And then let them go. You can kind of just gently redirect your mind back. And that's where the puppy-toddler thing kind of comes in mind. You just kind of direct your mind back. Uh, number four, keep it short. Our brains respond better to, like, short bursts of mindfulness. So don't think you got to jump in and yeah. do, like, 20 minutes right away. Yeah. Um, a few minutes a day is cool. You can do, like, 30 seconds just to practice. Um, like, how do my shoes feel when I put them onto my feet? Or just give attention to, like, how your jaw moves when you bite into a peach or something. Like, it's just, it can be a lot simpler than what we give it credit for. Um, practice mindfulness while you wait. This is something that I consistently do. Like, if I have to wait for an interview, I have to wait for a doctor's appointment, I have to wait for anything. Like, I'm more than likely trying to be present with what's going on. Like, looking around, oh, I see a laptop in front of me. I see a blue Yeti microphone in front of me. Like, just, you know, being paying attention and being particular about all of my observations um number six pick a prompt and remind yourself to be mindful of it uh whatever your prompt may be it could be your breathing it could be like a doorway that you walk into um that will prompt you to be mindful um just like look for different things that will remind you to be mindful and you can set those yourself and then lastly learn to meditate um meditation is I'm familiar with like one style of meditation so I don't want to like push that on anyone but it's the shamatha style of meditation if you're interested look into it I don't want to like put that on you guys because then you may feel like oh this is the only style or like Mm -hmm. I have to do this because Bach said so like I'm not going to even tell you how to do it just because I would rather you I'd rather you find that on your own or like determine what what style of meditation works best for you or like what your focus points should be uh what are your points of emphasis things like that yeah um so yeah those are my seven ways to do (laughs) um okay for me i'm still a newbie a noob so for me i think that What is the question again? Why? How are we mindful? How, uh, how can we incorporate how it? Do, yeah. Okay. So for me, it's usually, it's really hard for me to do it if I'm like waiting. Like, so when he said what he does when he's waiting, I'm like, yeah, you could tell he's been doing it. Cause like, it's hard for me to do it. In those situations, I'm usually just like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, okay, what's this guy doing over here? Let me keep an eye on him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like worrying. But, um, so I'm usually just mindful when I'm like in a relaxed setting <laughs> for mm-hmm. now. Um, but I think what's really helped me with doing that is like now that I've felt it, like now that I've, I know what it feels like to be present, it's like I, I know what it feels like. So I want to keep working to get there. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that that's kind of what is just like helpful for me yeah it's like that i've felt it before and i know because in the book it basically talks about like how our minds a lot of times we think our minds run the show mm-hmm. when really we run our minds mm-hmm. and i think reading that concept kind of tripped me out because i was like what like our minds like we are but it's like we're not our we're not minds, our minds. <laughs> so when you come to that point where you're like wait like my mind is a whole other like like situation that i gotta deal with outside of myself mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm a person outside of what I think in my yeah. mind. And we are no way pushing this onto you. Like, I understand that. Oh, wait, this are, is bad? No, no, no. I mean, it's not bad, but it's like there are people who believe in a monoist mindset. Like, the mind and the brain are the same thing. Uh, like, there's no separation of oh. mind, body, and spirit. There's people who really believe that. And I don't want it to be like, oh. you know, F your beliefs. Like, I mean, you're we, wrong. But this like, is this is what, we, what believe. we think. Yeah. Yeah, mind, body, and soul. I definitely, I, I now understand yeah, mind, like, body, soul. I get that now. Because mm-hmm. I guess for a long time, I really just thought I was my mind and my thoughts. And so, like, that's just me. Mm-hmm. And that's not the truth. So I always um, looked at it like I view my mind as me, and then I viewed my brain as like. So what I I had it like mislabeled essentially. Like I always thought like my mind was what I now conceptualize as the soul, and I thought that the brain is was what I now conceptualize as the mind. I mean, I thought my mind and my brain were the same thing. So. I mean, even those are two different things. I mean, if you if you believe that. <laughs> I believe they're two different things. Like, I believe that my brain is responsible for the processes and, uh, like, the neuronal processes and the chemical reactions and the, um, like, the way that I process thoughts and the way that I, like, my cognitions flow. But I feel like, like, I think the brain does that. But the mind makes sense of it. Yeah. Or, like, attributes meaning. Not makes sense, but attributes meaning or attributes function. I don't know. This could get deep, guys. But, yeah. That's kind of just where I'm still at the beginner phase. So, I'm still kind of figuring it out. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great be, feeling. I'm at the beginner To be phase. present. Because it just makes you feel alive. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes you feel like, Whoa. I'm not thinking about next week. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about school. I'm not thinking about that time that I embarrassed myself in front of my third grade class. Like, I'm just thinking about, I'm just right here. Now. I'm just yeah. right here. And it feels good. Mm-hmm. So I encourage all of you to, like, just, like, people say be in the moment, but, like, be in the moment and be mm-hmm. present. And is there something happening on TV? <laughs> There's, like, a group of, of students. Oh, out here, like all surrounded by a TV, and I'm a little afraid that it might be. She has a very long back. Shut up. <laughs> Why don't you finish it? Because you're mean. <laughs> Did something happen? Let me make sure that nothing happened that's gonna be breaking news, and then I'll be like, oh, we should have talked about this. Because they're all surrounded by. I'm gonna go ask them. Prince Harry and Meghan and Princess Meghan. They are going to sue the mail on Sunday. Okay, so Box is off to go see what's going on. He really just stepped out. Oh, okay, so they're suing the mail on Sunday newspaper over the publication of a letter written by the Duchess. Okay, so Box is just like, they all dispersed. You walked by. You ended the party. What party? They all dispersed when you walked by. Oh, yeah. What was it? 
They watching. I think they was watching some racist. Then they tried to and cut it off because I walked by. It was some racist. No, nah, I'm just playing. It was. It was like. <laughs> no, nah, it was, I was like. Say, wow. It looked like like a competition of some sort, like a mathlete type thing. Oh, okay, cool, cool. It, was, cool. it said Millington, Tennessee, something. Like, oh, so some type of competition so that they Mill- were probably. Yeah, involved Millington in. is like right up the yeah. street. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That was something racist. No, no, no. Um. All right. What, what time are we at? Well, I'm here. How long have we been going? Oh, I'm here about an hour and seven. Oh, perfect. Let's wrap this thing up. So, did you say all your things you want to say about being present? Mm -hmm. So, for Case Connect, I... Was that not Case Connect? No, that was just like a topic, I guess. Um, Well, even if it was, there's just one last thing I want to mention, but I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, and now I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. There was one more thing I wanted to say. What's your take on the term, the sniglet, as I've learned from Black Monday? What's your take on the sniglet uh, spinisha sphere? I like it. I don't like anything else. Spinisha sphere. You know, like a topic or... Spinisha sphere. Spinisha sphere. I like it. Sphere? Mm -hmm. But you have to kind of say the S. Like the way you're, I'm saying my name. Like say it. Spinacious sphere. Spinacious sphere. Sphere. But it's like a play. It's a sniglet though. So it's like, there's not spinacious. Spinacious sphere. Sphere. (laughs) If I can learn how to say it all together, then yeah. (laughs) Um, Coming to you live from the spinacious sphere. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna have to like record you saying it and just use that. Um, I just wanted to shout out Greta Thunberg. For being an amazing advocate for cult, um, not culture, for climate change and that impassioned speech that she gave, and then also for um, schooling these adults who were making fun of her, the way she spoke, the way she looked. Um, just shout out to her because that was awesome. And there was this really cool quote, really quick, really quick. She says, when haters go after your looks and differences, it means they have nowhere left to go. And then you know you're winning. I have Asperger's and that means I'm sometimes a bit different from the norm. And given the right circumstances, being different is a superpower. So I think it's so cool that as a teenager, she knows that if somebody goes that low to attack you know what you look like or things that you, have nothing to do with anything that you're talking about that you won mm-hmm. so yes you won girl and shout out to you she did win and i think she had a very valid point with that as well it's like you know if you can't i can't remember what the type of attack is called but somebody used it against me on twitter one time because they were saying a bunch of nonsense and i'd already replied to those points enough and then i started just making fun of them and they were like yeah you're doing a such and such attack but it was when I looked it up it was like oh wow yeah there was an attack on like them and not what they were saying um, but I had already attacked what they were saying yeah, so and I already dismantled that yeah. Yeah. yeah so what now what's yeah. left <laughs> yeah. so, at um, least I tore apart your argument first yeah but they didn't even like do that like, they just jumped straight to oh yeah this little this little girl's making much too much sense let's make fun of the way that she's doing these repetitive movements and it's like you look like it an, an asshole. I think for last week Case Connect, I was going to use that candy thing. Remember that candy get meme that you found? Mm-hmm. And they were like, get rid of one. Yeah. I think that's what I was going to do last week for Case Connect. There was something I wanted to do. Are you going to do it now? Remember. If you don't have one, if you have one, no, just do that. No, my Case Connect, um, I just wanted to shout out Yolanda Harris. 
for you know being a very good mentor for young women in the inner city of Columbus. Um, she's a journalism and she's an advocate of girl power, and you know in this day and age in this patriarchal society, we don't have a lot of support for young girls who we really don't work in creative arts you know or really anything or anything no stem no creative arts <laughs> like, um but she's just really, girls yeah she's pushing young women to be more involved in journalism and the finer arts and things like that so you know big shout out to yolanda harris i'm your number one fan um next time i'm in the city i'd love to get lunch or something <laughs> asking Yolanda Harris out. No big deal. <laughs> Not like that. I just want to pick I'm her kidding. brain. She's yeah. got nothing on my wife. Oh, in terms of... She's a gorgeous lady. <laughs> but in terms of like looks and in terms of, you know, like accomplishments and motivation, I'll take she's you. She's awesome. I'll take you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but you, she's awesome. Like, you can't even hate on that. Yeah. It was awesome seeing a black woman. She's like two years younger than my mom. Such a cool black lady on TV, like, doing the news. Yeah. I always thought she was so cool. Yeah, I like Yolanda Harris. All right, is that it? Oh, I would like. And then, you know, originally I jumped to Yolanda Harris because Jerry Revis is stepping down this year. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I can't push for Jerry Revis the way that I want to. My grandmother was a very huge fan of Jerry Revis, and she. I feel like everybody's. Yeah. Everybody's grandma loves Jerry Revish. Um, but yeah, shout out to Yolanda Harris. Shout out to Jerry Revish. Um, shout out to the Case Connect. Shout out to the Spanish Sphere. Shout out to Case Rotation. Shout out to Box Jetson. <laughs> shout out to uh, Big Time Tommy. Shout out to... Um, Tommy who? Big Time Tommy. Who is that? Ticket East. Is that from Power? No, it's from... Sopranos. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Spinzo, and also check out my YouTube and blog post that may be coming this week. We'll see. And you can follow me on Twitter at Yolanda Harris TV. Oh my gosh, she's uh, gonna like block us. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Box Jetson Two X's. Y'all know why. All right, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hey. Ah, 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 you know what it is. <laughs>